Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Ah, Freak Nation, to throw the yellow, to throw the red, to throw the race out the window with the bath water in the sink. I don't know what that means, but damn it, I think I saw it today at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Freak Nation. How are you doing, man? At Speed Freaks on Twitter. We're there for you on Facebook and, of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. You know exactly what I'm talking about when I say, what did we just see at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? The last, what, 40, 50 laps, Crasher, we saw more action, like it or not, more action of those last 50 laps than we have in the entirety of NASCAR running at the brickyard. I knew that's what you were going to say. Can you deny it, that? No, you you pretty much can't. There have been a couple of decent races, but the Brickyard 400, obviously NASCAR at Indianapolis, the hallowed grounds, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, it doesn't typically make for a good show. Now, I'm not saying today was a good show by any stretch of the imagination because it was there was a lot of wrecking and a lot of bad calls by a lot of drivers that caused those wrecks. But for the two or three people that were left in the grandstands, it was at least entertainment because nobody got hurt. This is how you play ball with the Freak Nation, baby. You know the phone number, don't you? 800. That's 800-878-7529. 800-878-7529. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, and of course, Facebook, and long-form email, pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. John Force Racing Funny Car winner from Denver. John, excuse me, John Hyatt. Oh, John Hyatt's a great musician. Damn. Robert Hyatt will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Sports Car winner from Lime Rock will be joining us in here. Patrick Lindsay in the Freak Nation. And Nigel Hook. Offshore boat driving champion going for a record run from Florida, okay, the U.S. to Cuba, and then maybe back for, again, record runs in a boat. Statman, I I don't know where this came from today, meaning I saw pack racing, and I saw two and three wide a number of times at Indianapolis Motor Speedway today that I have never seen at that track or a flat track like that. Is it the, the aero package? Why was it? Such close racing, at least towards the tail end of the race there. Uh, Kenny, I disagree with the uh, assumption that it was close racing. I agree more with Crash. That might have been some of the dumbest racing I've ever seen. I mean, it was hilariously dumb. And with 49 laps to go, the Bush and Truex uh, saying that uh, this was the time to win the race. After seeing all that happened, they had two red flags, a couple of yellows. After that... Wait, wait, wait. It, Three red flags, didn't they? Well, they had one red flag was the weather, and then they had a red flag to, to, to a couple of red flags after the uh, Truex and um, uh, Bush accident. I mean, it was it was hilariously dumb racing. I just... I, I don't... I can't believe that anybody could fix their mouth to say these are some of the best drivers in the world. Oh, well, are you talking about Brian France? <laughs> well, whoever says it and whoever believes it. I mean, certainly there are great drivers in there. 
And uh, but to make some of these decisions and for NASCAR to allow them to block willy nilly, thinking that's a good show and it just causes more and more accidents. They took out Kyle Larson with somebody trying to block. I mean, it. I don't. I don't understand that, and I'm willing to admit that that I don't understand that kind of mentality. And I also don't understand Jeff Burton. This was something that I heard him say over and over again after the uh, Truex and Bush accident that uh, that was racing and they should have done it. That from a guy who raced 20 years for 21 wins, never won a championship, never finished higher than third. And he he says that he knows how to race for titles. I, I, I was I was dumbfounded all afternoon. When I look up and see a 17, 17, yep, a seven-time NASCAR Cup champion going in on a three-wide, arguably the best driver out there, Jimmy Johnson, he's a damn good driver. So that's my point. When you see a dude like Jimmy Johnson going on the inside of two other cars, with Casey Kane car that was going down. and Kevin Harvick <laughs> with a car that was going to blow, I, I'm not calling Jimmy Johnson a crap box driver. I'm just saying where in the hell was this prior to – Today, is it the segment racing that's instilled in these guys that it's no holds bar racing? Is that what it is? Why, why today and not the previous 20 years? What the hell was it? I think that they were, they got caught up in the insanity and they were going for it. And Johnson, at the end, he should have, if his car was blowing up, then he should have got out of the way. Who knows if he dropped oil on the track, if, if smoke is coming out of the back of it and it's oil smoke, then, yeah, he's probably dropping uh, dropping oil on the track. He got down in the uh, grass, and that was a problem. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. We'd like to welcome in a number of our Freak Nation affiliates. Thank you guys for being a part of this thing. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, a big, big show for you. Of course, what's happened at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We have Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner from Denver, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation Sports Car winner from Lime Rock. Nigel Hook going for an offshore record USA to Cuba. <laughs> and here's your phone number, Freak Nation. Want to join us here in the Lucas Oil Studios? It's 800-878-7529, 800-878-7529. Of course, at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Again, thank you guys for being a part of this. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find the right tire for your righteous ride. That's ContinentalTire.com. Well, you've heard us talking about it the first couple of minutes of the show. It's just madness. Madness was the Brickyard 400 today in Indianapolis. Let's start, though, with Saturday's Xfinity winner, William Byron. That was a normal race with a fun finish. Maybe 3,000 people witnessed it. But then today, like I said, we've been talking about it, but it's really hard to put today's race, the Brickyard 400, into words that even make sense. Three red flags, a record number of cautions in 14, and the record number of cars out of the race. Are you kidding me? Well, it all ended up with Casey Kane in victory circle, and they actually had to kiss the bricks and do victory circle all on the bricks in order to beat nighttime from coming. Just insane. We'll get more into that later in the show. NHRA raced the Mopar Mile Highs. Antron Brown, Robert Height, Drew Skillman, and Eddie Craywick, your winners from Denver. Robert Height joins us in about three minutes. Off-road race at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland. Doug Mittag taking the Pro 4 win, and Jeremy McGrath 
taking Pro 2 win from last to first. Motocross in Minnesota, Marvin Muskin and Joey Savatke taking your 450 and 250 wins there. And finally, sports cars raced Lime Rock yesterday. Patrick Pillay and Dirk Werner taking the win in GT Le Mans. Jorg Bergmeister and Patrick Lindsay taking the win in GTD. Patrick Lindsay will join us at 40 after. Crash Class Pit News and Notes, again, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You do your best to get on ContinentalTire.com to find the right tire for your righteous ride, sports car, sedan, SUV, big-ass minivan. They got it for you at ContinentalTire.com. Coming up in the show, you heard it. Sports car champion from Lime Rock will be in here. Nigel Hook going for a record from USA to Cuba. And Robert Height, his boss said, they're back, damn it, they're back. That's next, Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. So you're driving something big or small that demands synthetic oils? Then you need to add Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer with each oil change, which won't be that often, as Lucas Special Formula increases oil life up to 50% longer, all while reducing heat and wear in your car or truck's engine. You'll find increased power and fuel economy as well. If it spins, heats, shifts, or turns, you need Lucas Pure Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time you clean up your tires and rims, so do it with Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. It's an environmentally friendly treatment spray designed to give tires and trim a long-lasting, like-new shine. Use Slick Mist Tire Shine to remove dull, gray oxidation from bumpers, tires, plastic, rubber, and vinyl trim. It's long-lasting, UV-resistant, and helps prevent sidewall blowout. Log on to lucasoil.com for more info and pick up Lucas Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine at major auto parts stores today. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires' new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire. For what? You do. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. 
You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a you million know, I, I reasons. I had to play to this song, show. Crasher. You're giving me a million reasons. There's a million reasons coming out of a million different people's mouths of what should have happened with that last yellow. Oh, in Indy. When you, I don't, <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned from whether it's the National Football League, the NBA, NASCAR. You play by their rules. Don't care how you call it, man. You play by their rules. Whether they're rubber rules or they're changing weekly. Damn it, you play by their rules. We'll get a poll up there soon in regards to the overtime line being reached or not. And then, of course, NASCAR giving the win to Casey Kane. Crasher? Jeff Gluck. Of course, NASCAR journalist, he got pretty mad on Twitter, and he's not beholden to anybody but his own website now. He doesn't write for USA Today anymore. He doesn't write for any anybody else that really matters except for himself. So he kind of puts out some cuss words every once in a while, and he gets mad on Twitter every once in a while. So he tweeted, just watch the replay. Man, cannot believe they held the yellow again. It's infuriating to see that. Sorry I wasn't done tweeting, but my hands were shaking so hard I got so mad. Follow the damn rule, NASCAR, or get rid of it. And then he goes on to say, NASCAR says it treats the end of races differently. My argument, it wasn't the end of the race, or it didn't have to be if the caution was called like it should have been. There you go. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, and we've got a juicy one coming up there. People are going to go bonkers in regards to the next poll coming up. His name is Robert Height, joining the Freak Nation. About damn time. He got himself a win in Denver where it's the Mopar Mile High Nationals. No, they changed the name. What the hell is it? Haven't you heard this? No. It's the Mile Height Nationals. Ah, bam. Thank you, John Force Racing Twitter there account, for putting that out there. The Mopar Mile Height Nationals. And Robert Height joining the Freaks. And. Robert, I got to be honest, man. When you when you were there in the finals, I was looking around, going, "Hold on a second, man! All these Mopar cars—they've done so well at the at the mile highs. What was it that put you over the edge, Holmes?" Well, we finally finally got this thing to run good and run on eight cylinders. But hey, wait a sec. Okay, so you had a, a song for NASCAR, and they're they're finish it at, at the Brickyard. Do I get a song? What's my song? Ooh. Uh, is there a song that has a title of Finally? <laughs> exactly. No kidding. That's what I said in my, in my interview. Man, you're not kidding. It's been a long time, but uh, this wasn't one of our prettiest wins. Uh, but final round, we got it together and ran the way we were supposed to run and uh, turned the wind light on. So, man, I hope the next one doesn't take so long. Well, it, it shouldn't. You even mentioned right. a little bit you could potentially do the West Coast Swing now. You could sweep the West Coast Swing. And, hey, you got the mojo now. I mean, it's it's once you figure out that winning way, boom, it doesn't have to be a pretty win. It just has to be a win. And the team just starts clicking, don't they? Exactly the way it happens. But the truth is we run well, okay? We qualify well. Our car performs good. We just uh, we haven't been racing good. And we've got to get that. But – Today it kind of went our way, and maybe maybe that's all we needed to get it clicking. And I know we have everything it takes to win any race we go to. So I'm looking forward to Sonoma already. Heck yeah! Well, yeah. There's also a lot of good wine around there as well. Now, yeah, Robert Height, exactly. did did you hear what John Force said? He was still at the starting line before, right after you took the win light. He said something like, 
something along the lines of we're back, we're not dead yet or something along those lines. It yeah, it's this this is uplifting for everybody. Exactly. You know the the Schumacher cars, you can't take anything away from them. They've they've dominated, they've run well all year, but they've gotten a lot of breaks like we did today. And mm-hmm. you know, we finally got them. I mean, I beat two of them on the way to the the, the final today and uh Maybe things are changing. I'm, I'm excited. So Robert Height, the winner at the Mopar Mile Height Nationals <laughs> in Denver. <laughs> Robert, uh, I, the most fascinating thing, and I've been in following racing for a long time, and the most fascinating thing that comes to me is why guys win. They go like they're groping in the dark for a while, and they find the light switch, and they turn it on. What turned your light switch on? Well, um, getting Jimmy Proc back didn't hurt anything. You know, I honestly, I feel like uh, I've won the lottery getting him and Chris Cunningham back. Chris Cunningham has actually made Jimmy Proc better. He, he really gives him a lot of good insight. They work well together. But getting this team back together, that's the team that I won a championship with, pretty much all, the whole team. And uh, it was like we never left. And we just haven't been turning the wind lights on. And, you know, even though you're struggling, you drop cylinders or whatever's going on, every time you go to the starting line, you feel like Jimmy Proc's going to get this thing fixed and you're going to be the quickest car. So it makes your job, you know, a lot easier going up there, not having to guess what the car is going to do, stand on the gas at the right time and, you know, do my job, drive it down there. So, man, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's good to have these guys back. Robert, you've been a champion, and you've watched guys win championships. You're telling me that chemistry is almost as important as resources in putting together a championship team. Do I have that wrong? Without a doubt. You have to have people, you know, that work well together, you know, pull together. They're, they're just on the same page. And, uh, you know, we're not going to win every race. And, you know, when I screw up, they've got to be behind me, and when they screw up, I'm behind them. And it's just, it just it has to work. And when John made that change going into Gainesville this year, I thought, look out, man, we are back. It's, it's going to happen. Getting Jimmy Proc back here, and, you know, we have some unfinished business. So I'm excited. Robert Hyatt, NHRA Funny Car winner from Denver, joining Speed Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. And you talk about winning, and we see how many cars can actually win in the funny car class and in top fuel class and look at pro stock. If you go back to maybe 10 years, let's go back to maybe your, your first very successful year. I don't know when that is, when that was, but you're very, as a driver, Robert Height, a very successful year for you. Uh, how much more difficult is it to win today versus then? It's uh, not even comparable. You know, the first year I, I raced, uh, we had a good season. In fact, we won here in Denver, and we took over the points lead. That was 2005. We took over the points lead, and we held it clear to Indy. We lost it in Indy. But uh, when we were on our game, honestly, you, we were five or six hundredths of a second ahead of everybody. And now, if you're a half a hundredth ahead of somebody, that's, a, that's domination. It is tough. I mean, the starting line game, everything means more today than it used to. And there's a lot better lot better competition, the car, a lot of good cars. Look at Jim Campbell. He was out there running O's today. Did a great job. Those guys, you know, they, they can win races. 
and it used to not be that way. So it's it's tough. But honestly, Robert Height, you wouldn't want it any other way, would you? No, you, definitely not. It makes you work harder and and be better. You you can't get complacent. You you have to work every run. You got to work hard. And no, I love it. And Jimmy Proc's the best guy to have in your in your corner because he is always looking for that little advantage. Remember a couple years ago, he went over to Schumacher and they they figured out the header deal and they dominated when we went into Sonoma and dominated Seattle. But coming out of Seattle, we kind of figured out what they were doing. And then we went to the next race, Brainerd, and we and we put the headers on and we won. So Jimmy Prox the guy that's going to come up with the next big, you know, innovation and, you know, advancement. And I'm just lucky to have him in my corner. Robert Height, what you're talking about sounds almost like bracket racing where the, the top teams can all knock each other off. But let me be the advocate here a little bit. Is it just the top teams who are knocking each other around? Does that play at the depth of the field in Funny Car in uh, the the National Hot Rod Association? Well, you have um, you have nine top teams, I would say. Okay, you've got four Schumachers, you got three of our teams, and then you've got two Coletta teams. Well, put Del Worsham. Tim Wilkerson in there. That's uh, 11 cars, okay, and only 16 can make it. It's not easy to make the top 10, okay? There's a lot of good cars. And, yep, there are quite a few from certain teams. But uh, Jim Campbell out there today proved, you know, that he was legitimate. He took out the number one qualifier, Courtney Force, first round, and then I think he beat J.R. Todd, second round. Okay, so he knocked off a Force car and a Kalita car. It can be done. Now, for me, that seems like it's best for the sport where every event, the top guys are going at each other, and you don't have random people jumping in there that are regional people and uh, you know getting in the way and you know maybe winning some rounds and taking off championship contenders. Is that the right way to think about this? Well, I mean... I think if you qualify for one of these races, you you can win, okay? You just have to have everything together. I mean, I didn't have the best car all day, okay? I I was not a dominant car. First three rounds, anybody, if I'd have raced Jim Campbell, he'd have picked me off, okay? <laughs> and final round, we finally got our act together. But yet, I raced, you know, some former world champions before the final. I raced Cruz Pedregon. He's legit. And so is uh, Jack Beckman. You know, you you got to have some breaks, and you also you you got to know what you're doing. Robert so, Hyde, Stag, go ahead. I'm sorry, Kenny. Uh, so does that mean that you came into the playoffs one year, snuck in at the end, and won the what's one of your championships? It sounds like you're saying the same thing could happen again if you're good enough to be in the field. You can win all of it. Yep, that's the truth. But I will say this, okay? When I did that in 2009, you know, started from the number 10 spot and won three of six races in the countdown, I don't think – I think the competition is tougher today than it was back then. And I don't think a number 10 car in going into the countdown is going to win unless they win four or five races. 
It's just not going to happen. Even if you go and you're the top five, you need to win three or four races. Otherwise, you're not going to win a championship. And, you know, <clears throat> Ron Caps. okay, he's, he's been dominant all year, five races. Okay, well, he's going to have to win nine or ten races to win the championship. It's just the way it's going to be. And see if he can do it. Robert, hi, one last thing for you. Go back to that best year, your first best year as a funny car driver with John Force Racing. Compare that year again to this year, but from a sponsorship standpoint, a sponsorship and keeping sponsors, how's the stress level versus back then? Well, um, you're asking the wrong guy about that because I've been very fortunate from day one to have the auto club in my corner, okay, and they're with me for the next five years after this year. So I've, I've been super fortunate. You know, I count my blessings every day that I do have a company like the Auto Club behind me. They, they see the value in NHRA drag racing, and I've only had one major sponsor. And for the next five years, I've got that same major sponsor. So it's, uh, you're asking the wrong guy there because <clears throat> we've seen John had a 29-year run with Castrol and gone okay just one day they're gone ford was with us for a long time luckily we've picked up good companies like peak and chevrolet it is tougher today but i'm on the fortunate side of that by having the auto club behind me it's badass i'm a triple a member because of robert height i swear i didn't think there was value i I really didn't think there's value but finally with you guys i'm like all right i'm just going to give this a shot love it have you used it Oh yeah, I've bailed some of my friends out with um with with toes on the side of the road. Yeah. Is she supposed to say that height? No, yeah, that's a good that. thing. Yeah. Listen, John Force, he runs out of gas once a month. Okay. <laughs> he does a lot of crazy stuff, and it's a good thing he has Auto Club. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled up to a, a gas station before and got out and got the gas pumping and got back in the car and got on the phone and forgot where he was at and pulled away with the gas pump, the nozzle, in the in the car. And it just does crazy things. <laughs> Robert, I hope this isn't the last time we get you back in here, buddy. No. I mean, this year, that is. Well, I'm we're looking to for big things in Sonoma next week, and I hope I can talk to you guys next Sunday at this time. Yes. a boy. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it. Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner from the Mile High Nationals, the Mile Height Nationals. <laughs> he said something in that interview that's still puzzling to me to this day. We'll talk about that next. Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. But first, a little bit of Statman Scat. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's to provide guidance to mankind. IMSA racing on Saturdays is pretty common, but whenever IMSA races at Lime Rock Park in Connecticut, as it did this week, a Saturday race is sort of mandatory. More than 50 years ago, homeowners surrounding the track won some regulations that banned racing on Sundays and the number of annual noise days. Motorcycles were banned altogether. The track itself is idyllically beautiful and equally beautiful countryside. No freeways come close to the track. Even villages with common amenities aren't close. 
Small church across the road near the start-finish line gets blamed for the no Sunday racing, but Trinity Episcopal Church says it's coexisted with the track for four decades. All of this seems strange for one of the most famous ports of call in motor racing history. Makes you wonder how reasonable you have to be with people who move next door to a racetrack and expect the track to be quiet to meet neighbor needs. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 
horrible news for rock and roll fans when Chester Bennington, of course, of Lincoln Park, committed suicide on the birthday of Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. And we know that Chris Cornell, Soundgarden, committed suicide as well. Both of them from hanging, leaving children's family behind. It's incredible. Just freaking incredible uh, that this is happening. So our best to the family, friends, and more importantly, the fans out there that just were crushed by this. I saw Lincoln Park once, and that was here in Phoenix, and kicked myself in the ass going, what the hell was I thinking? Why haven't I seen these guys many, many times? Because they were that good live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like their music. It's just... But, and I said this last week too, Crasher, and stat, just the sheer fact that we've got NBA ballers making $20, $30 million a year, choosing to sit out a game or two or three or four. We have Major League Baseball players that may get an, let me back up a second. We have NFL ballers that may snub an all-star vote or a Hall of Fame, or a, I'm trying to say, man, all-star, god damn, what do they call it, NFL game? God damn, not all-star game, what are trying to say? Yeah, Pro Bowl, thank you. But this dude, I don't care if you paid 25 bucks to be up in the nosebleed or 250 bucks. This some bitch and the band gave you their money's worth. They didn't take a freaking night off. No, you got to got to Let me ask you a question, Kenny. You're you're old enough. You're not down in the mosh pit dancing around and screaming around. But you've probably done that at some time. You've been backstage when you go to a concert, where's your best place to listen? Back in the seats where you could get the full brunt of the of the music or down on the floor where everybody's going bananas or backstage where there's a different kind of bananas going on? About the 50-yard line, midway up is my favorite spot. On, on an aisle. <laughs> uh, and... and there's not a, there's not one, I don't care who it is, there's not one spot in a concert hall or nightclub where you get the perfect Sonics. You just don't. But as far as my ears and my taste, it's about the 50-yard line, about if I can be about 25, 30 rows up from the floor, because I can see the majority of the stage. Granted, I get most of the, uh, most of the audio from that one side, but still the mix should be fine. It's not as if I need to hear both sides. This isn't, you know, some big stereo reinvention of 1967. But really, if I had my choice, that's, that's where I want to go. And ba- you know what? That's basically where I was for when I saw Lincoln Park back in th- 14 or whenever. I don't, 13, I don't know when, I think it was 14. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was 2014. It was right up, by myself. A couple of my buddies were down on the floor in the mosh pit. It was general admission on the floor, standing room only for <laughs> Lincoln Park. And it was, again, 15,000, 16,000 people there, man. When you go, do you want to see a show or hear the music? Mm, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Now I want to hear the music. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I've seen I've seen some incredible acts in clubs, and I've been to big concerts in arenas like the Forum or so, uh, the Sports Arena, and it seems like they take it differently and they give me a better presentation of the music in a club versus just pounding the the bass and you know hitting you over the head with the music in a big arena show 
that might be our choice of music. If I'm if I'm going to go see Neil Young or if I'm going to go see an acoustic set or, or a little bit of light on the power chords, I'd like to see it in maybe a 500,000 seater. Or if I if I can be in a quaint place where there's you know a hundred of us, fantastic. But if I'm there with power chords and Ozzy Osbourne or outdoors with a hard rock show, I've got to see it outside. I've got to see it in a bigger arena because <laughs> you talk about Sonics, man. Just <laughs> that I, I'm a power chord face ripping individual when it comes to <laughs> hard rock. I mean Stevie Ray Vaughan when I saw him for the first time before he even sang was in a small club called Steamboat uh, off 6th Street, like in 1979, 1980. That was fantastic. Then I see Stevie Ray at the Dallas Convention Center, and it's like, holy smokes, man, how things have changed, you know? It really has. I I didn't get to my point. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I I hijacked it. Robert Height brought up an oil brand that I see nowhere. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hey, coming up next, sports cars race this week, and that's next, Speed Freaks Pits at Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires, new Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what? You do. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic catspot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. 
the Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks brought to you by our good friends at Cat Spot Litter. CatspotLitter.com, 100% organic cat litter. Order it online at CatspotLitter.com. Delivered to your door monthly, 15 bucks a month. Free delivery, about five bucks a box. Excuse me, five pounds a box. Not that 40 pounder that you get at Petco. You got to hire a young man across the street to come over and get out of your damn car, man. Uh, CatspotLitter.com. When you're done with it, throw it out in your lawn and your potted plant. Don't clog up the landfills, man. It's a soil amendment. Get real, baby. Hey, we had some sports car racing this weekend. And why not? With our good friends at Continental Tire, they always hook us up. And, Crasher, is it true that we do have an autographed lid from your GTD winners? Yes. Tonight, right? From Patrick Lindsay and Jorg Bergmeister. Yes, we do have that. We need to give it away after this interview. Got it. His name is Patrick Lindsay. Got himself a win at Lime Rock in a little bit of sports car. Running on those Continental tires. Got to get that in there. But Patrick Lindsay, Lime Rock, and the history at Lime Rock, it, it's, it doesn't hold the I get the weight of some of the international tracks, whether it's Le Mans or Daytona 24 Hours. Yet at the same time, the history of Lime Rock, I would think from a driver's standpoint, it's got to be pretty badass to win that uh, this weekend or any time in your career. 100%. And uh, first off, thanks for having me back, sure. you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Lime Rock is a very historic track, and uh, all the greats have raced there. It has a, you know, North America, it's one of the great tracks. It's the equivalent to the Bristol Blender for sports car racing, and it's important <laughs> not to forget that because it's only a mile and a half, shortest track we go to, best place for spectators to watch the cars go round and round. Um, and, and it is. It's amazing to, to win at a place like that where I've watched other great guys win um, and just share in the history. His name is Patrick Lindsay, your GTD winner this afternoon, Lime Rock. And that's where I was going with it next, it being one of your shorter tracks, or the shortest track on the series. Can you describe to the layperson out there on I-45 or I-10 really what you meant by that when it's such a short track? How do you drive that track differently than maybe one of your longer tracks? Sure. I mean, normally we're, just to give a little perspective, two and a half miles would be a short track. We're a mile and a half. I mean, four miles we're going to in two weeks at Road America – um, so a mile and a half, there's no time to rest. It also creates havoc on strategy. Sports car racing is a lot about strategy, which is why it's so cool. Um, so your pit strategy, basically knowing you're going to go a lap down when you come into the pits for four tires and fuel or a driver change in sports car racing, which we do once in a two-hour and 45-minute race. Um, so you know that that strategy on a short track is going to play out differently. Um, tires, you know, just going 70, 75 laps without that short rest, you know, 
tire pressures and temperatures come down in, in straightaways, and you don't really get that at Lime Rock. And so uh, a lot of things play into it. There's only one left-hand corner at Lime Rock also. So, uh, you know, setup is different, and it's just such a unique place. And to pull it off there, you have to have everything go right plus a little luck. We, we were lucky enough to, uh, to have it go our way on Saturday. Well, also to pull it off there, Patrick, you have a driver like York Bergmeister. He is he's a Lime Rock master. You know, I, it's so funny you mentioned that. He mentioned that to me last year, and I'm like, look, okay, yeah, you've, you've been here a lot, but Lime Rock has never treated me well. I've only ever had mechanicals and, you know, uh, had crashes, and it's just always been a disaster for me. But to, to see it all go down um, the way it did yesterday was fantastic. I, my stand didn't go that well, actually. I had some contact. I had to fight it out with a few of the cars on the track, um, and I was worried. I was honestly worried about what our chances were when I got out of the car, but um, Jörg found a really nice spot on the on the track, didn't really have any issues, um, kept it clean, and, man, he made it look easy, and I was just sitting there. <laughs> I was biting my nails. It's much harder to watch than it is to actually drive in the car, but I, I was really glad by the time the checkered flag flew. I was more just exhausted from watching it, you know, and the anticipation than I was from, uh, you know, anything else. Yeah, that's where they need the camera on you all the time. No. Whenever you guys get out of the car and you watch, it is. It's always funny because you guys are dying in the pits. It's terrible. It's the worst feeling. It's like, you know, it's like being a passenger seat when someone's driving fast. There's just no good feeling about it. And, um, you know, I would much rather be in the car. That's almost uh, less stressful. Um, but Eric did a terrific job. And uh, the guys on the box, you know, we pitted. We were the first of the last um, or the head, the lead pack to pit. And our strategy was basically, okay, track position at Lime Rock is very important. Difficult place to pass, short track, like I mentioned. Um, so if we could control from the lead, that was our strategy. So we came to the pits a little early, got the new tires on Jurg, and um, just let him go out, pound a few really fast laps, get the track position. That way when the Lamborghini, the 48 car, Brian Sellers, Patrick Long, Jurg's former teammate, who's also had a lot of success at Lime Rock, you know, he came out in third place in the 28, Allegra Porsche, I mean, we, at that point, I knew we were sitting pretty, even though Jörg still had to execute. Um, it was a much safer position to be in. Patrick Lindsay, the GTD winner at Lime Rock in IMSA today. We don't talk a lot of technology, but Lime Rock is so different. The setup must be a complete compromise. There's only one left turn, and the, the turn or the up area of the track that fascinates me so when you get airborne on the backside before you come down the hill, you can't plan for anything there. Plus, you got to be prepared to bump and bang a little bit in that short track. Well, the cool thing about sports cars is they have fenders. And you know what? We as drivers tend to use them. Um, and we certainly do that this weekend. The, uh, you know, from a technology standpoint that you mentioned, it's, it's a really fascinating track. You know, sports car guys aren't used to, you know, uh, asymmetrical setups. Uh, you know, NASCAR and other, other places that go to, you know, ovals, of course, they're used to it all the time. They look at you weird when you have a square setup going to a road course. So we, um, you know, we favor the camber on one side. You know, the ride heights change, tire pressures change, sometimes spring rates change. I mean, you name it. And so for us, it's very, very difficult to, uh, to get the car set up just right for Lime Rock. Our park place guys, uh, John Horton, our engineer, did an excellent job. We had a great car. Tire degradation is always difficult on a Porsche. The engine in the back, all the weight is just ripping the rear tires off the car. But um, we had such a good setup. We didn't have to push that hard. We didn't. We weren't sliding the car around using up the tires. So we we had for the most part a comfortable drive uh, to the finish. 
Patrick Lindsay, I'm going to ask you something that I don't know if you have an answer for it, but I was told earlier this year that they have Lamar rules now for GTLM and GTD is kind of, uh, uh, what is it, GT3 rules. I've heard that they're going to eventually go to GT3 in the faster class and GT4 for you guys. Does it, do you see any benefit in that or do you believe that'll happen? That's a really good point. You know, I've, I've kind of heard rumors of the same thing happening, and I think uh, you basically had that with GT1 and GT2 back in the day, so it definitely makes sense that they made a, you know, a multi-class level GT, um, you know, series within a series, if you will. And um, I, I think the smarter play, honestly, is one GT class in terms of speed and then what they're doing with the, the Pro and then the Pro-Am uh, in GTE and then GTM. I think is a smarter play. Uh, if you if you do bring in the current GT3 cars, I mean, if you look worldwide, there are so many of these cars out there. You know, like uh, 50 car Blanc Pond uh, and ADAC GT Master fields. Uh, we're one of the smaller GT3 spec fields, and we have you know in the low 20s in terms of car count. So I, I think it would be a little overwhelming. All you would see is GT cars if um, if Le Mans went to that specification, but I, I wouldn't put it past them. I think. The better play, though, for them is to keep the current setup. I think it's working with GT Pro and AM, and then um, just kind of control from there. So people that want to go do um, a full WEC season, or Le Mans in particular, they'll go get the cars, they'll find the drivers, they'll find a way. And so I don't think you have to push too hard to get people to chase Le Mans. I win as a spectator this year. It's something we're trying to put together for next year. It's such an incredible race. Um, the FIA does a great job, and, um, and yeah, I, I I haven't experienced it firsthand, but it's definitely on my list. All right, Patrick Lindsay, you talked about how it's difficult to watch a race from the pits when you, after you've done the driver exchange. You went to the 24 Hours of Le Mans as a spectator. How hard was that? <laughs> you know what? Much easier than I would have thought. First of all, um, my wife and I went together as guests of Porsche. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever, taking a weekend, flying thousands of miles away just to go to a racetrack, which is, which is something we do all the time. Um, but the Porsche hospitality was so nice. We ate like kings and drank champagne and watched you know, Porsche have an incredible race. And then, of course, a lot of the people I knew there were, uh, were racing, so that's always special. But I, I've got to tell you, the VIP experience that Porsche laid out for us was a chance in a lifetime, and uh, I had such a good time. If anybody ever gets a chance to go over there and watch that race, do it, regardless of how VIP or whatever it is. We spent most of the time walking around in the middle of the night, um, you know, going into the, the paddock, the pits, and my gosh, it's just, it's such a special place. And, and it got me. I mean, I, I got bit by, you know, the history there. And you, know, you talked about history at Lime Rock Le Mans, certainly uh, special. Any, any sports car racer will tell you that's the, uh, that's the diamond that they want. Patrick Lindsay is uh, flat out. Was it cool to get drunk as hell in France? <laughs> I didn't get that. You know, I don't drink that much, but we definitely had a few beers at the Porsche Curves and had a brat and a crepe. And, I mean, it was... It was, the, I would say, the coolest experience in terms of spectating a sports car venue that you can have. Um, I was lucky to do it with my wife, Lindsay, and uh, we, had, we had such a good time. And it was, you know, it, Porsche goes all out, let me tell you. Um, it, it was very, very cool. And, and to know the guys en route, you know, like uh, former teammates, uh, Pat Long, Kevin Estra, um, who were racing around that day, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. All right, damn it. Who was the drunkest then? <laughs> there were a few. There were a few. I can't name names, but there were definitely a few. And and you know what? If you just walk around that place, there are people. The Europeans know how to do it. You know, they people in North America don't understand that 
people take this seriously over there, dang it. And, and you know what? They're, they're doing it right with their brats and their beer. And they're, first of all, they know every driver's name. You know, I, I did a career cup race over there. I had people that knew who I was. It was unreal. Um, they're, they're true fans. I think, um, not that Americans aren't fans, but man, they just really appreciate their sports car racing. And I love that. Freak Nation, there were some drunk individuals over there, but probably <laughs> Americans, not the French. They don't get drunk over there. No, no, no. They just know how to pace themselves Got for it. 24 hours. I mean, you, you can compare the Daytona 24 hours with the 24 hours of Le Mans. Oh, yeah. Fans can't make it the 24 hours in Daytona, but they can in France. That's bad. That is Daytona is a special beast, too. I mean, everybody does it right in Daytona. I, I got to yes. say, but a lot of people look a little worse for wear when they come out of that Patron hospitality. I don't know if you've known. There's kind of a hot spot in the Daytona paddock, and it <laughs> encircles that Patron hospitality. And so that's where I think all the bad stuff happens, or oh, good yeah. stuff, depending on your viewpoint. We visited. <laughs> Freak Nation, big-time winner coming out of Lime Rock. His name is Patrick Lindsay. been in the Freak Nation many times before. Patrick, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you for the rest of the year, man. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate coming on with, uh, you know, a little different perspective. Last time, I think it was my antics off the track through the parking lot, but this time it's nice to get um, on your guys' show for doing something on the track. It's still greatness, though, that your wife, again, Lindsay Lindsay, is just, that's fantastic. And she's the best, too, if you get a chance to meet her. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah, we yeah. met her in Daytona. She's she's awesome. She, she was, she was you guys Patrick, she was, she was drunk as hell when I, saw, when I met her, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. You got it. He probably got his face slapped right there. You shut up there. <laughs> I know Kenny Sarge just said that, but I'm still going to slap you for staying on the phone. <laughs> Where do you get dang it out of a wine and cheese crowd in sports <laughs> car racing? Dang it. That just leaped out of the out of the microphone. Wow. That was pretty cute. <laughs> Can I say this, Statman? My language has been curtailed, and dang it is used quite often. Right. Uh, oh, uh, I wonder why. <laughs> because when Henley finally unleashed G Damn It at the oh, yogurt wow. store. Yeah, at, at the yogurt, yogurt store. store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting some yogurt and sitting down at a table, and there's a mom with two kids, probably five and eight. And I said something. I said something. I said, gosh darn it. She says, Daddy, that's a bad word. Like, gee, damn it. Like, oh, man. <laughs> there it is, man. It's greatness. And everybody in the store turned around and looked at you like, how bad a father are you? Yeah. <laughs> so much so, I had Henley say it in front of my friends this past Fourth of July because she was just so damn cute saying it. I got to get it on tape. <laughs> i got to get it on tape. She said it to me today at lunch. What? He, well, here's how she said it, because I heard you guys playing upstairs and a few gosh darn it's and whatever get thrown in there. And she goes, Daddy, darn it's okay, right? Yeah. Or daggone it's okay, right? So then by the time I heard that stuff going down, by the time she came down to lunch with me, she, she goes, hey, Mommy, gee damn it is bad, right? <laughs> oh, gee. And I'm like, yes, it is. Please don't say that anymore. I told her, I said, man, you're hanging around your Uncle Stat too damn long, man. <laughs> she is becoming a little freak, isn't she? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. That is greatness. Uh, freak Nation, coming up next hour, another champion joins us here in the Freak Nation. What this dude's going to do, he's going to set sail 
in a boat that goes about a buck eighty on water, of course. He's gonna he's gonna light up just south of Florida. Okay, damn it, he's gonna light up in Florida and head to Cuba and try and make a record time from Florida to Cuba. And then if it's set then, he said, you know what? Maybe we'll make a, a run at a record time from Cuba back to Florida. Nigel Hook will be joining us next hour here in the Freak Nation to talk a little bit about that. And I want to get into this conversation where Robert Height was talking about John Forrest losing a sponsor for, oh gosh, 27 years, another oil company. And I just, I, I got a take on that. Because I'm, I'm a little confused on, you know, why Castrol would leave John Force. Again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the boardrooms trying to direct those guys how to do their marketing. I know that there are reasons why they do certain things, but uh, why they left John Force. I hope to get into that. If you missed the interview with Robert Height, your funny car winner from Denver, it'll be up on our website at speedfreaks.tv. At speedfreaks.tv. And if you follow us on Twitter, we got a hat up there. Not just a snappy little hat we got at Walmart. It's a one-of-a-kind autographed Continental Tires hat. Jorg Bergmaster and Patrick Lindsay. Follow us on Twitter right now. We're going to give that thing away. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 
Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation coming up. A couple of dudes going for a record on water, USA to Cuba, and maybe Cuba back to USA. They'll be joining us here in about 15 minutes here in the Freak Nation, the Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for being a part of this. The website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter and, of course, on Facebook. Long for, damn it, we call it Pit Crew at speedfreaks.tv. On email. Now, hopefully, you're following us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We got a one of a kind autographed hat, Continental Tires hat from your Lime Rock GTD winners, Patrick Lindsay and Jorg Bergmeister. We'll be giving that away momentarily, Crasher, yes, right? Yes, yes. On Twitter. Whatever you want to do, boss. Let's do it. You need, let's do it. Put something out on Twitter. He stated in the interview how long Lime Rock is. Oh, he did. It's yep. uniquely short for a sports car track. First one to tweet us the correct answer at Speed Freaks. They're going to take home that lid. How about that, Crasher? Put it out there on Twitter All right. at Speed Freaks. Again, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge at Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. If you missed any of the interviews, go to website, speedfreaks.tv. His name was Robert Height, NHRA Funny Car winner was in here. And Patrick Lindsay, Lime Rock winner, GTD, running those Continental Tires this afternoon. He, of course, will be on the website tomorrow morning. Statman, I brought up that conversation with Robert Hyde, how he mentioned 27 years that John Forrest was running Castrol on the side of his car as a, as a major sponsor. And it's 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 a competitor to our, to our very good friends at Lucas, and I'm not going to say the name too much. But my question for someone that that follows other series much more deeper than I do, meaning the, the smaller car series, whether it's Rally or some other sports car, I know that... Castrol, they have some representation in sports cars. But again, if you go to their website, they have no update on the cars that they're sponsoring for 2017. I don't see it in any of the major 
uh, motorsports, whether it's whether it's NHR. I think maybe. No, 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 no. Schumacher has some Penzoa, but I I don't see Castro, and they have their own reasons for for leaving John Force. I understand that. But a dude that was just front and center of so many people for so many years, and then, of course, Castrol to pull their their red, white, and green off the side of his car. And then I just, again, I don't see him, but I, I expect you do, Statman, with some of the more the smaller car series that you follow. Are they involved in, in those series? Oh, yeah, but there was a time, and especially when they got out of, of uh, sponsoring John Force, I would imagine that they are going through a reorganization as all companies in the oil business face the same kind of reorganization, how they spend money and the value of spending money. So I think that uh, they, they probably, you know, were faced with what are we going to do? We got to cut some costs. And that's what uh, they did. That's even more amazing why Lucas Oil has grown so much as the oil industry goes through massive changes. They've managed to take advantage of whatever they could and, and grown exponentially. So it's somewhat surprising that, again, that happens. I understand that there are business decisions. And if it was a backmarker or a mid-level team, I, but to John Ford, and again, we don't know what they were charging and really what they were getting out of it, what was the return of investment, but still. When we saw John Force for the first time without those colors on the side of his funny car, it was just different. Bottom line, though, when upper management changes happen, which I'm not exactly sure if that happened with Castrol with the John Force group, but when upper management changes take place, anything can happen. For instance, IZOD was doing pretty well with their IndyCar sponsorship. Up, All of a sudden, upper management changes, and they decide we're not going to do anything racing-oriented. So... I heard rumors that Verizon was maybe sort of going to make some changes as well. So nothing they can do. They didn't do anything wrong as the race team by any stretch of the imagination. John Force kept winning championships. If not him, his freaking team did. Kept winning freaking races, man. So, again, just kind of interesting on how Robert Height brought that up in the conversation last hour. And it's kind of hit me like, damn, he's right, man. Gone. It's not not his problem that, you know – that sponsor decided to leave John Force Racing. Man, not his sponsor at all. Mm, he's the, lucky. the website is speedfreaks.tv coming up in about six minutes. A team's getting set to set a record on water. But first, we want to welcome our friends back. Those affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks. We promise Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Again, welcome back to the Freak Nation. The newer affiliates here in the Freak Nation. You guys chiming in at six past the hour. Thank you guys for being a part of it. The website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter, also on Facebook. And if you want to do something not many people do nowadays, pick up the damn phone and call 800-878-7529 couple of dudes about to join us in about five minutes. Going to set a couple of records. Well, they're going to go for one record, and then from what I understand, maybe a second record once they put that big-ass Lucas Oil boat on water coming up in the middle of August. We'll talk to them coming up in moments. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find the right tire for your righteous ride. 
as Continental Tire. Well, that Brickyard 400, we talked about it a little bit in the first hour. We're going to get to more of it later on in this hour of the show. It was just a mess. It was a wreck fest. Record number of cautions in 14. Record number of cars out. I don't even have the count on that right now. Three red flags. Lasted over six hours. Get this. The inaugural Indy 500 that took place on that very track, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, was six hours and 11 minutes long. Today, the Brickyard 400 (laughs) was longer. Yeah, that was back in 1911. So let's start with the Xfinity winner, William Byron. I mean, he had a pretty normal race at IMS with a pretty fun finish. But today, in the Wreckfest, Casey Kane pulled it out. But some of you, according to our poll on Twitter, at Speed Freaks, some of you are not liking how it came about, thinking that, oh, NASCAR waited to pull the yellow a little too long to hand the win to Casey Kane. Go vote on our poll on Twitter now. NHRA raced the Mopar Mile Highs in Denver. Antron Brown, Robert Height, Drew Skillman, and Eddie Craywick. Your winners. Off-road was at Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland. Doug Matag taking the Pro 4 win. And Jeremy McGrath going from last to first to win Pro 2. Motocross was up in Minnesota this weekend. Marvin Muskin taking the Big Boy Series in the 450s. Joey Savatke winning in the lights. Finally, sports cars. You just heard from Patrick Lindsay, your GTD winner with York Bergmeister from Lime Rock Saturday. Also winning GT LeBond, Patrick Pillay, and Dirk Werner. Freak Nation again coming up. In about four minutes, Nigel Hook and Jay Johnson, these two dudes are going to light up their silver hook, put that big-ass thing on the water, and try and set two records between America and Cuba. Hauling ass on water. We talk to both of them next. Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. And for my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross, they're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. 
With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires, new Terrain Contact AT, is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, for what? You do. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio. I am still living with your ghost. Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast. I don't want to be your this segment brought to you by our friends at Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the righteous lube for your righteous ride, gun, boat, and everything in between. You go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. I was racking my brain to try and find what was the most fitting song for Nigel Hook and Jay Johnson. I just couldn't, I mean, Sailing. No, I just couldn't think of a righteous freaking song for. <laughs> Sailing. Okay. Yeah. A boat. Not quite what they do. <laughs> you know, a boat that's about to haul ass from Florida to Cuba. Uh, Nigel Hook and Jay Johnson, of course, from Silverhook. These two dudes, what they're going to do is they're going to try and set one speed record, USA to Cuba. And this is, again, this is from what I understand, USA to Cuba and then Cuba back to the USA. Nigel Hook and Jay Johnson joining us now. Hey, Nig- it's basically one month from now. It's what August seventeenth, I believe. So, yeah. time's a ticking. Here hey, we go. Nigel, what kind of damn song gets you fired up to to throttle that silver hook to about one hundred eighty miles an hour? I tell you, it sounds a little corny, but it's a song of those two fifteen hundred horsepower engines right behind us pushing us. I think. <laughs> You know that's true. That's all you need. That's what. That's all you need need to need to do to to fuel the juice. And again, Jay Johnson joins us in the studio. Nigel Hook on the phone. And before we get to Jay, Nigel, explain this to me. You're going out to initially set one record, and then if that one either, if you do set that record or you fail at that one, you're going to try and set another record. Yeah. Either way, if we set the record going out, uh, our goal is to beat it on the way back, and we have about an hour in between in Havana Harbor with a press conference hosted by the Hemingway International Yacht Club. And then after the ceremonies in Cuba, in Havana, we'll turn around, we'll run up the Malacan coast, go by the U.S. Embassy, come back down through the trap, and then uh, we can really afford to step on it a lot more on the way back because we'll have seen the waters just a couple of hours before. And, uh, you know, we'll be lighter on fuel, and, uh, you know, we've got home in sight. So we expect to see the, the run, uh, home run, faster than the outbound 
He's the owner of the Silverhook boat, sponsored by good friends at Lucas Oil. He throttles that big-ass boat. The driver is Jay Johnson. And, Jay, hearing what he's talking about, I don't know which position is more important to set this record, your throttle man or you driving that big-ass boat. Well, it's very interesting that you should mention that. Uh, a lot of people always think it's always about the driver. It's a very unique form of motorsports. requires two people. And I always make it analogous to I could sit in the garage and sit behind the wheel of a car and make vroom, vroom noises, but it's not going to go anywhere unless <laughs> Nigel puts the pedal down on us. So it's really up to him. Is there any way that you could let, – let's just say that Nigel is so hungover he can't throttle that <laughs> boat. Is there any way that you could do it by yourself, drive and throttle that boat? Not safely. <laughs> Explain why for people that might not understand. Oh, Nigel could probably explain that better than I can. But if you think about it, there we have two engines, so we have two sets of everything. There's you know throttles for both the starboard and the port motor. We've got drive trim. We've got trim tabs. We've got the attitude, the pitch and roll of the boat, as well as the speed. And the water's changing constantly. And we're having at the speeds we're going on water, we have to look so far out. It really takes two people to operate uh, the Silverhook. And I've read somewhere that you said, or one of you guys said, it's the most technically advanced offshore monohull race boat in existence. How? Nigel, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it, it is because of many reasons. One, it's uh, it's a state-of-the-art design. It's a beautiful boat. Um, and it's um, it's got the latest technology in it. Not only to make it go faster, but a key point is we're sponsored by IBM. And we're going to be we're going to be actually... Uh, live streaming the data from the boat, a virtual cockpit during our run across the ocean over the horizon with our satellite sponsors as well, Globecom and Inmosat. So it's really, it's really um, a matter of being able to share this experience, you know, across the world on the internet and our mobile phones as we're uh, taking this adventure. But you know, the, um, the really the challenge for the boat and the challenge for the pilots is it's an unknown. You know, the conditions in the Florida Straits, they vary over time. The sea states change rapidly. And it can be rough. It can be anywhere from 3 foot to 30 foot, quite frankly. It's hurricane season. We're hoping for a lull in the storm. And so we're going to be working with the Weather Channel and the Navy to get the right weather patterns. It's really going to be about battling Mother Nature as much as anything because, you know, you're going to go a lot faster if there are three-foot waves out there than if there are, you know, 10-foot waves or more, which is, which is quite regular. Hold on, Nigel, Jay, who picked August? Who picked hurricane season to try to make this speed attempt? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, Crash, that's funny because my mother said that this morning when I was talking to her in England. She, she said, well, why are you going to such a, you know, uh, it's such a difficult run to a foreign country and across this ocean? I said, well, you know, if we just go down the coast or in a lake, anyone can do that, right? So it's just like uh, Cyber Himalayas or the, the Everest. You want to go to the toughest challenge. And this world record has only been broken three times officially. Um, and not for, for about, well, since 1979 was the last time it was broken, actually by Rocky Aoki, the, um, the founder of Benihana restaurant chain in Talbot Radio. So it's got a lot of rich heritage. And, you know, every time we race down in Key West, and you know this crash, and Kenny, you know, we, we have our world championships in Key West, and, you know, the, the courses are getting shorter and shorter, more laps, and they're just earning to, uh, to, to kind of go, the way, right, to keep going. Well, Cuba, Jay's point about the driver, if he doesn't get his job right, we could end up in Venezuela. So <laughs> the driving is very important navigation-wise, and also Jay's going to be managing the fuel because while we can go a lot faster, 
really a lot of this uh, record will be managing the fuel burn. Which, uh, you know, the awful fuel a couple of miles from the coast uh, at the finish. So there's a lot of things going on. Technology is helping us, but when it comes down to it, you know, it's Jay and myself and the boat, which has got to um, do what we can to uh, try and break that world record. Nigel, I want to ask you about the technology sponsorship, but Jay, Nigel's from the UK. I'm not sure where you're from, but you might be from America. And there was a time when Americans didn't go to Cuba. This must be a very special trip for you to think about going to Havana at speed. It is. Uh, we had the opportunity to go there a few months ago uh, to meet uh, Commodore Screech at the Hemingway International Yacht Club and to kind of check some things out. And it was an amazing uh, trip that we had. Very much looking forward to going there by boat. <laughs> oh, that it's, was via plane. Yeah, that was via plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I say all the Cuban people we met, um, we just loved America. Loved America, loved Americans. They were very much behind this world record run. We're going out in a couple, actually next weekend, we're going out to do another press conference there. They really, really excited about this way to kind of unite. As we're only 100 miles apart, the distance from Key West where we leave to when we come into uh, the, the um, channel market by the Morrow Castle in Havana Harbor, it's 101 point miles, 101.1 miles. So it's a, it's a very short distance. You know, we're very excited to uh, kind of link up with uh, our neighbors. Nigel, when I read about this trip, I was most impressed by you bringing this technology sponsor, IBM. I would think with all the technology in motor racing nowadays that there would be more uh, uh, technology people wanting to show off their abilities. And, and it sounds like you're going to be able to do that for IBM in this trip. It is. You know, I've said a few times that we're using the IBM technology to push our race boat to the But IBM's Hey, can you can you get on your IBM Watson phone? What are you what are you dialing up right now? A Commodore Commodore sixty four? What the hell's going on, Nigel? Come on. Yeah. You know, I tell you, we actually have a Watson voice, uh, a robot voice coming into a helmet to kind of tell us we want to push the boat as fast as possible. We, we don't want to break it, right? We want to be, we want to make sure we get there and back. And so we actually have the, the watcher actually talking to us in our helmets to kind of give us advice, alerts on, on things that may be happening. So that's an advantage, and you've got to use every, uh, every angle. Nigel J. Jo- Nigel Hook, Jay Johnson, getting set to set a record from the U.S. to Cuba, Florida to Cuba. Hold on, Kenny. Don't let that go by. He's talking about the voices in their heads during these during these runs. Is it a sexy voice or is it kind of like a Siri voice or what kind of voice are we talking? Actually, I'll tell you something. The, the voice, <laughs> if it's an immediate something that requires our immediate. Awesome. It's so great. He can't even state what the hell it is. <laughs> Jay, what are the voices? <laughs> uh, I think what Nigel is trying to say is we're trying to program in such a way that if it's an immediate alert, something that we have to really pay attention to. We probably should not make it a female voice because we're both used to not listening to our wives. So, hey, you know what? That would be that would be awesome. Given it's given it's IBM and it's the Watson computer system, that would be cool to say. You know what? I want to choose this voice to be in my freaking cerebellum. If it was, if it was Patton, 
or if it was like a porn star, something in your head that would get you guys fired up, maybe to add a few more mile per hour on that boat, Jay. And actually, in reality, in all seriousness, uh, we do have the opportunity to choose, and we will pick you know what we feel would be the most alerting to us for the most severe uh, type of alerts, and then something probably different. So, because, I mean, if the speeds were going and the water being rough and the engine noise from both motors, you know, we can't always rely on making sure we can hear it very clearly. So even just hearing the pitch difference in the voice could be enough to alert us of something going on. For those that don't know. Wait, I'm I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. But, okay, Jay, every culture that I've ever talked to, and I've talked to drivers all over the world, they all say that when their mother says, Jay, whatever, Johnson, you stop what you're doing and pay attention. Are you going to have your mother's voice in there so that if there's a storm and mom says, Jay, pay attention to me, you're going to stop and pay attention to that voice? Uh, you know, that is a really good idea. We probably ought to research that a little bit more. <laughs> Nigel, how fast will the boat go between the U.S. and Cuba? Give me a mile per hour, Mark. You know, average or top speed, Kenny? Ooh, top speed. I want to hear top speed. Yeah, screw oh, average. Who, who cares average? I want to hear how fast yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, come well, on. The, the, the challenge is, is, is getting the, maintaining the, the top speed, but we hope to get it into 140 miles an hour, uh, <laughs> some stretches. But, you know, I mean, it's a very treacherous body of water. And, you know, 6,000 feet deep in the middle, and, you know, there's a coral reef as you get into Key West. It's very treacherous. So you, we've got to have our, you know, all our wits about us to look all those rogue waves and different conditions, which the average speed. Now, regardless of what, well, regardless of the the mile per hour, look, Michael Phelps is racing a damn shark tonight. <laughs> I expect I, I expect about a buck sixty in that <laughs> in that boat, <laughs> and I, I and and you just tear up the the previous record. Jay, what's the record time back and forth or to to uh, Cuba? I think the latest one, and I don't know the official record, is I think it's just a little under two hours. I don't usually pay attention to a lot of those because we're just going to do the best we can, and we are pretty confident that that's just going to set a new record. Yeah, it looks like one hour, 51 minutes was set in 2015. And it just, it just boggles the mind to think that you guys are going to reach speeds of 140, maybe more, for almost two hours straight. In crazy, crazy water conditions. That's that's nuts. It's exhilarating. For two hours it is? And it could beat you up a little bit, but yes, it's very exhilarating. Nigel, if, if everything goes as planned, no issues at all, can you give me an estimate of the time that you're going to hit? Well, that's the crystal ball, isn't it? I mean, we yep. we hope to – our goal really is to get it under an hour because that's kind of magical, right? A little over what? 100 miles, a little under an hour. That would be that would be a huge achievement to, in that crest-up body of water. So uh, anything more than that is going to be a gift, really. It's just going to be, uh, you know, incredible preparation to get there. A wonderful team behind us. Lucas all has been fantastic. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's racing and a lot of luck is involved, right? Yeah. Jay, how did you hook up with Nigel? Well, that's a really long story for another day, but we met through business, became friends, and uh, we were both speed freaks, and uh, he offered me a ride one day, and I couldn't say no, and uh, kind of been with him on and off ever since. Is it true that Nigel Hook wears a Speedo in the boat? 
You know, there's just some things that when it happens in the boat, stays in the boat. <laughs> oh my god! Nigel, did, did you miss? My, Nigel, did you miss us? Oh, uh, definitely did. You know, I was looking forward to seeing you guys. I didn't realize you moved from LA over to Phoenix. That's, uh, but you know, I almost consider the five and a half hour drive out there. Well, maybe four hours. But uh, next time, I'll uh, be, be looking forward to seeing you in person. You know, it is interesting, though, Nigel, with you in Los Angeles and with Jay in Phoenix, you guys, you don't train together. I mean, this whole communication thing of you guys being a magical team in the boat, it's a heck of a lot harder than what some people may think because you don't live near each other. You don't train together. This is crazy. Yeah, well, you know, we did race together uh, back in the 90s. So, so it's, it's, uh, we've known each other very closely uh, over the years, and, you know, Jay's one of our best friends, so... You know, it's really nice to that harmony you have with driving throttle, man. Unique to our sport, no other sport has it. And so there's no better way of doing it when you have all your best friends in the boat next to you. And, uh, you know, if we're, if we're lucky enough to pull this off, it's going to be fantastic. All right, for the Freak Nation, let's do, let's do this. We'll get you on after you actually run the boat for the, for the, for the records. But is, give us the best spots to follow you to on this record run. You know, the best spot is to go to silverhook.com. Uh, and on that page, there's a countdown. It's 24 days now, right? There's a link there where you'll be able to watch a live stream, uh, watch our virtual cockpit to be able to see the speed, the RPMs, our heartbeats even, uh, temperature in a cockpit. All that will be as, as we go live across the ocean. So uh, go to silverhook.com. You can go up to the uh, top tab and, and connect to the T3 dash and uh, watch it live during the event, and then it will be produced on TV as well. Uh, you'll be seeing it on MAV TV after, fact, after the fact. That's badass. How do you guys train, Jay, by the way? Do you, do you? Do you train for this? We do train for it in probably very different ways. Um, you know, given the heat that we're going to have down there, I decide to lay out in Phoenix and just kind of sit outside all day long when it's 110 <laughs> degrees and try to get used to it, especially during monsoon. The humidity is very close to what it's going to be like in uh, Key West and Nevada. That's true, man. So, are you looking forward to the cigars or the rum? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> smart. smart. <laughs> yes. That's perfect. Nigel, it's it's good to get you two in here. Let's uh, let's do it again after you make that record run, dude. Well, uh, no, hopefully, if um, it's Mother Nature, uh, we'll uh, we'll have something big to talk about. An hour. I'm just, I'm dying it's now. badass. August 17th, everyone. Go to silverhook.com and follow what these guys are doing. And we'll keep the we'll keep the Freak Nation up to date on oh, how yeah. things are going and put it out on Twitter for we'll, you guys. Yeah, to, we'll tweet it out during and, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's awesome. Absolutely. Nigel and Jay, thank you guys for coming in and being a part of this. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Crasher. You got it. And, Nigel, again, if, if you do sport that... Red, white, and blue Speedo. I expect pictures. <laughs> It'll be live. It'll be in the cockpit camp. We'll make sure the camera's in the right direction. <laughs> Speedo cam for Nigel Hook. <laughs> There's technology for that. Hey, IBM. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's a stupid man that's scared.
to provide guidance to mankind. IMSA racing on Saturdays is pretty common, but whenever IMSA races at Lime Rock Park in Connecticut, as it did this week, a Saturday race is sort of mandatory. More than 50 years ago, homeowners surrounding the track won some regulations that banned racing on Sundays and the number of annual noise days. Motorcycles were banned altogether. The track itself is idyllically beautiful and equally beautiful countryside. No freeways come close to the track. Even villages with common amenities aren't close. Small church across the road near the start-finish line gets blamed for the no Sunday racing, but Trinity Episcopal Church says it's coexisted with the track for four decades. All of this seems strange for one of the most famous ports of call in motor racing history. Makes you wonder how reasonable you have to be with people who move next door to a racetrack and expect the track to be quiet to meet neighbor needs. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 
800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rise, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging. The website, speedfreaks.tv. Just trying to wrap your hands, your head, and everything else you got on your body around what those two dudes are going to do. Nigel Hook, Jay Johnson, set a record to Cuba and then hopefully back to Cuba in under an hour? That's insane. The record right now is an hour and 51 minutes. They want to do it under an hour. That's not no, even I, shit. I think that's an hour each way. I don't know. Yeah. They're not going to go 200 miles in under an hour. I mean, that's crazy. So is the is so is the okay, got it. Is the 151? I think the 151 is one way though, unless I read it wrong. Ah, shoot. We should we should get him back on and ask him. Regardless, man, that damn fast for that damn long, on the open ocean. You're not on some damn river or some local lake, man. Yeah, ocean waves are enormously difficult to race on. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy cool, but crazy. Yeah, we'll keep you updated on how all that's going to go about, Freak Nation. That's just nuts. Golly. I mean, just those two dudes so close together in the cockpit, banging around for so long. <laughs> you know there's just interesting ways those dudes stay in shape. Got to be in shape to get banged in the, inside that cockpit. It's just... You really need a Charmin sponsorship. I mean, I would have... Rolls of Charmin all up and down my arms, my back, my neck, my butt. Yeah. It's just, oh my goodness. Freak Nation, coming up next, we got not much motorsports here in the Freak Nation. A few surprises in there for you. And got to get back to what happened in Indianapolis with the NASCAR Cup race. <laughs> you guys are hammering it on our poll. You agree with what NASCAR did or not? At Speed Freaks. or Freaks, coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. With 2.7 million miles of paved roads and 1.4 million miles of unpaved roads in the U.S., where will your Continental Tires take you? Continental Tires. New Terrain Contact AT is the ideal all-terrain tire for CUV, SUV, and light trucks and will get you where you need to go. Traction Plus technology gives you the durability to conquer dirt, gravel, and grass while also providing a quiet, comfortable ride on pavement. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire. For what? You do. Looking for more performance out of your car or truck? Looking to do it without breaking the bank? Then look no further than Lucas Octane Booster. Just one little bottle can increase the boost from your turbocharger while promoting a clean fuel burn for lower emissions. 
Lucas Octane Booster is a genuine engine performance enhancer that is safe for turbos, oxygen sensors, and catalytic converters. It stops the knocks while raising MPG and high compression engines. Not bad from one little red bottle. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Huge show, man. Fantastic show. We'll have it up there for you. The full show and featured interviews at speedfreaks.tv. Man, did we get a winner quick on that hat crasher or yes. what? Hello, Grant. Boom. Yeah. Badass. And the news that just kind of came and went. Alex Bowman will now be driving the 88. Oh, yeah, that. Next year for Rick Hendrick and crew. Anyone you t- any, anyone outside of that circle? In fact, I can probably go back and pull some audio stat, man. Crash it. Oh, it's Matt Kenseth. It's a done deal. <laughs> a done deal. Matt Kenseth, me the 88. I never said done deal. Okay. Oh, I said it makes sense. I actually thought it was going to be Ryan Blaney with how good of friends Blaney and Dale Earnhardt Jr. are. But no. You know what? Mr. Hendrick signed Alex Bowman to a three-year deal a while back. And it wasn't specifically, it didn't come with any promises, meaning we're going to put you in a cup. He's driving the Hendrick simulator. But it's much better than what Alex Bowman was doing prior to joining Hendrick, you know, finishing 35th and back markers, but... Look at that, man. He's going to jump out of that simulator and now get his ass inside that 88 with Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Dale, was Dale Earnhardt Jr. caught up in that first 
accident? I know that he he left early. Oh, he had to have been back in Charlotte by the time the race ended. <laughs> so what was the final count? Do we know, Crasher? Was it was it ten hours or six hours? What? What? No, oh, it was I... over just over six hours. Got it. That's why people are making fun of the inaugural Indy 500 in 1911 was <laughs> six hours and 11 minutes. Today's Brickyard 400 in 2017 was longer than that. Statman, you look at a race like this, and we talked about it in length in the first segment of the first hour, and you look at a race like that, that again, I, uh, Indianapolis has been a snooze fest as long as those big-ass cup cars have been running there, but last 50 laps, again, what do we contribute this to? The only thing I can point it to is this segment racing. I don't, I don't, there, it's not a major draft uh, arrow package no, that no. has changed, uh, it's a flat track to see three cars running three wide a number of times. I saw it in the Xfinity race yesterday. I'd, can you put your finger on it, Statman? I think you can put a lot of fingers on it. I think it being so close to the playoffs and some major names and some good drivers are not in the playoffs, so they're pressing a little bit. I think just the insanity, drivers get caught up in the insanity and the red mist starts to... Uh, affect all of them and they just they did some just some dumb 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 things uh, you know I'm not a driver uh, so maybe I shouldn't but those were dumb things they did <laughs> at the end of the race uh, you know and I I keep looking back and all the listen to Jeff Burton and all that um, nattering he did about the uh, Bush, Kyle Bush, and Martin Truex accident. And they're, they've got to go for the win and blah. Like he knows how to go for wins. Uh, the, Ouch. That was the most, that was the time when champions sit back and let non-champions go crash their cars. And at the end of the race, if the car hadn't given up on him, the seven-time champion, Jimmy Johnson, might have won the thing because he knows how to win championships. Look what we're talking about, though. We're talking about the fact that this race had three red flags, most amount of cars out, stupid driving, wreck fest last 50 laps, and we're not talking about the empty grandstands. Oh, oh, <laughs> Just saying. Wow, that empty. You could. <laughs> that's an that's an embarrassment to the concept of empty. There was <laughs> nobody there. Oh man, it was empty. Of course, they do have a lot of seats in NASCAR's defense. They have over two hundred thousand seats, and you could put a hundred thousand people in there, and they would get lost. But those were some empty grandstands. My sources told me, I hate using the word sources, but that's the only thing I could say because I don't want to give it away. But basically I was told pre-sale was only at the twenty to 30,000 range. That hurts. <laughs> ouch. And ouch. At the two of you, with free television on these races and heat and the expense of going and the tickets, you think they could afford to give away their show much longer? I'm talking about Indianapolis Motor Speedway or NASCAR? NASCAR. No, I don't think so. I mean, we've seen a trend over the last, what, at least six years, maybe more, that attendance 
is declining rapidly. TV ratings are declining rapidly. It's no, they cannot afford to let this continue. I know they're trying a lot of different things to to somewhat tourniquet the bleeding, but today was just an awful look for primetime TV. Awful. It wasn't pretty by any stretch. And when I first turned it on after the the rain uh, delay, I looked at there were entire sections of the city that were empty. I mean, it was just bad. And I'd, I'd love to see how they explain it away. Crasher, go back and look at some of the Indy 500s there, and I don't recall a front stretch, front stretch accident like we saw with Kyle Larson in many, many years. You just don't see front stretch accidents. It's definitely the rarest. Yeah. <laughs> Indy is a place where the crashes take place in the passing points, which are the turns, and most typically turn one and turn three. Turn four seems to get a lot of action in IndyCar as well. But anyway... Yeah, the front stretch crashes. There were a lot of them today. Dale Jr. was down the front stretch. Kyle Larson was down the front stretch. All the restarts that ended up in chaos, front stretch. So, yeah, it, at least that's those are basically the only seats that were open to the public anyway. So, at least they got a decent show towards the end. So, it just was a very strange race from so many perspectives. And, again, seeing what we saw those last 50 laps and... And there were times during those last 10, 15 laps that where I'm upstairs playing with my three-year-old and Crasher's going bonkers for something going on. I've got, what? And that happened about a half a dozen times. Yes, like, another red, another yellow. <laughs> and I, I said, I went bonkers though when Robert Height took the win over Tommy Johnson. So that you got to count one bonkers was for NHRA. So hey. Well, there was one time when I said when. when I think it was 10 laps to go, and I thought, dang it, i got to get in to see this finale. But, you know, Henley's there occupying a lot of my time. And then you went nuts, and I thought, okay, as I'm coming down the stairs, I said, don't tell me who won. Well, they haven't. It's another damn caution. It's another- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got to see this. They're like, all right, don't tell me who won. I'm like, don't worry. They don't have a winner yet. <laughs> oh, man. It was just... Just a very strange freaking race. And all those names chasing, which by the way, Freak Nation, I still see it on some of our tweets. It's not the chase anymore. It is not the chase. It's the playoffs. Yes. It's weird. They never really came out with an official press release to push this on people, but they do not want it called the chase anymore. Yeah. It's the playoffs. And... We found that out from our friends at Phoenix Raceway. We're having lunch with them, and they called it the playoffs. And we, we huh? Yeah, it's the playoffs now. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Hey, props to Casey Kane, though. I don't even know if Henley was born, our three and a half year old was born the last time Casey Kane won a race. It's been over three and a half years. Right. What did they say today? 105 races that he was winless? Not, not quite. I think it was August of 14 when he okay. won his last event. So it wasn't quite three years. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. And he was spent when he got out. And yeah. all of that extra stuff, kissing the bricks and all of that stuff that went on, I hope he's okay. He looked – they were pouring liquids into him. He may have to go – 
get uh, an IV. He looked spent in that post-race stuff. They were on track for a long time. Take out, okay, so the race overall was over six hours. Take out the hour and 45 minutes for the rain delay. I mean, you're still talking a very long time in that car. And it's sticky Indiana humidity at this time of the year, too. So, yeah, no way, no way there was any form of comfort. Before he went to kissing the bricks, I'm reading that prior to the the, the victory celebration, uh, it was put on hold. Dude dropped to the ground. His crew members tried to rub out cramps he fought throughout the late part of the race. Oh, I saw something on Twitter about cramps. He went to Speedway's infield medical center where he received intravenous fluids, as Statman was talking about. Other drivers said temperatures inside the cockpits topped a buck thirty. And that's what they're sitting during those red flags. They're not out in the car walking around. They're sitting in that car with the radiant heat. It's like an oven in there. Yeah, it's it's just freaking bonkers. Not much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Not much motorsport. (laughs) The freaks. Not much motorsports. I got one for you, Freak Nation. There's a woman that was convicted of a husband's murder after... Their parrot called her out. Now, a woman has been convicted of murdering her husband after his last words were apparently repeated by a pet African gray parrot who witnessed the attack. Glenna Durham, 49 years old, shot Martin Durham, 46, five times before turning the gun on herself in a failed suicide attempt. Her husband's African great parrot, Bud, may have repeated the pair's final conversation to Mr. Durham's ex-wife, Christina Keller. Keller took the parrot into the police after the attack, says, I believe with all my heart that those are the last words of Marty. I recognize two different voices screaming and yelling, and it always ends with, don't effing shoot. That's right, don't effing shoot. Now, the African greys are known for their ability to mimic human speech and they have this crazy cognitive ability as a young child so the victim's mother Lillian Durham reportedly said that bird picks up everything and it's got the filthiest freaking mouth around. <laughs> the parrot testimony was on follow me the parrot testimony was on video but ultimately of course Bud was not called to be a trial witness, though the possibility was initially considered by the prosecutor to bring in that damn parrot. I'm so tired of court but, stuff this week with the O.J. Simpson. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Crash, you got one to take us out? Sure. All about goats. Apparently, there's a union up in Michigan who has filed a grievance in response to Western Michigan University's hiring of goats to clear 15 acres of some thick brush. Yeah, okay. The university hired the team of goats after they kind of did a trial run with them last year. (laughs) The name of the goat company? Munchers on Hooves. Bam! (laughs) They consume three to five pounds of vegetation a day and leave behind natural fertilizer. Okay, so what, what (laughs) what is their actual grievance, though? Because 
The university is saying these goats are a chemical-free option to clear areas that are problems for humans to remove. They're not taking any jobs from human. They're actually a cost-effective way to get rid of poison ivy and invasive species and not force a human to do a hard job. Now, there's got to be a Republican, a conservative politician, that has voiced displeasure with these goats because they are taking jobs away from fit Americans to eat their way through the weeds and drop some bowel to fertilize the planet. (laughs) Human can't do that. Yeah. This is double duty, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right, Stat. They can. (laughs) Think about it. I don't want that goat taking jobs of my constituents. See that man over there, 345 pounds, and his wife knocking off about 420? They could eat an acre of hay in 14 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, man. Somebody's out there bitching about it. You know they are. Freak Nation, you go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Nigel Hook, Jay Johnson, these two dudes getting set to set a world record on water, traveling from Florida to Cuba and then maybe back to Florida. You ask both of them which item they're looking most forward to, cigars or rum. They say yes. Okay, I agree. (laughs) Uh, That'll be up on our website, that interview. Also, Robert Height. NHRA Funny Car winner from Denver. He joined us here in the Freak Nation. Patrick Lindsay, GTD winner at Lime Rock. Running those Continental Tires. And you guys following us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. Crasher, what are we looking at the, at our poll about? It's surprisingly close. Still? I am shocked here. Yeah, let me pull it up. Basically, the poll about that last caution flag. Some fans disagree, but the last yellow, NASCAR says overtime line was actually reached. Of course, they hand Casey Kane the win at the yep. Brickyard. But do you say in NASCAR we trust, or do you say I call BS? I call BS is leading, but only 54% to 46%. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Let it loose. See ya. Motorsports Radio, redefined.